When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. If you've seen something strange, a cryptid like Bigfoot, a ghost, a UFO, anything paranormal, or if you know of a story you think we should cover, you can email us, strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com. How are you doing tonight, Allison? I'm doing okay. We had something to eat. Everyone's safe. Day by day. Yep. Day by day. Well, this uh, episode harkens back to the last day before the sequester. The day I bought a bunch of junk, and then we went and got, like, pizza or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was the day I went out with Chad Oh, okay. to do the hike, and you called and basically said, yeah, the governor's shutting everything down, come home. Yeah. This was pre-social distancing at this point. That was, like, four years ago, right? <laughs> it does seem like a really <laughs> long time seem- ago. <laughs> Chad accompanied me on my, I say annual toad road hike. I try to do it more than once a year, but I always make sure to do it once a year. For those who don't know, I have a bit of a history, I guess, with Toad Road. I've written two books, essentially, about the area. And if you go back and listen to, I think, the first three episodes of this podcast are about uh, Toad Road. I've been back a few times since. I've had some weird things happen there, like a skull impaled on a branch. I've talked about that in other episodes and in my book, Don't Look Behind You. So Chad and I went out on, I think it was March 16th. To Toad Road and had a, a strange day full of synchronicities. So I brought Chad in via Skype to discuss it and we'll be hearing that in just a minute. Before we hear from Chad, I want to thank our patrons. Thank you so much patrons. You make Strange Familiars possible. If you like what we do and you'd like to help us continue to make Strange Familiars, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com strangefamiliars. $3 a month gets you extra episodes. We do at least one full extra episode of Strange Familiars every month. Often we do more than that. During the sequester, we're trying to do more content for everybody and for patrons too. There are all different levels of support at Patreon. You can get things like t-shirts, stickers, pins, copies of my books, CDs, and more. Go ahead and check it out. Patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. If you don't like the idea of a monthly subscription like Patreon... You can go to our show notes under every episode at strangefamiliars.com 
and find a paypal.me link where you can make a one-time donation. Everyone can help by sharing the show on social media, by liking and subscribing wherever you're listening, whatever podcatcher you use, and by leaving us those nice five-star reviews, which helps get the show in front of new potential listeners. All right, we're about to get into this Toad Road episode. Like I say with every on-site recording, the levels are up and down. They're uneven. It's kind of hard to get the mic in both people's faces when you're hiking. You mean it's not a recording studio as you're traveling you know, on a hike? We're trying to figure out a way to, to give us each a mic, but uh, it's, you know, that's something for down the road. I try to get all the levels evened out and so forth, but with on-site recordings, you're just going to have that, that unevenness. So I always like to mention that before we do these on-site episodes. All right. Well, because of COVID-19 and all this sequester stuff, I am Skyping in Chad for the first time. Usually uh, Chad is with me either in the studio or when we're on site. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? And uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> doing all right. So we're going to talk about you know i was thinking about this as i was editing the the on-site recordings i guess this was the last day before the uh proverbial poop hit the fan as regards to the sequester and all that yeah it was because you know, we were talking about that we need to get out because a both of us i think needed to get out we had the urge to uh, get out and check out some stuff b we wanted to see toad road before you know it got too uh warm because you said what that grows up gets really it becomes a real um, pain to get it yeah. back in there yeah once it grows up yeah it's real gnarly because there really isn't no trail back through there mm-hmm. plus also we i think we both had a feeling that it was that the lockdown was coming and it was better just to get it in before we wouldn't be able to do it at all yeah you know, and, and we did not know how soon it was coming i think this was like march 16th was it and yeah somewhere around there and I think it was yeah. that day, like, as we were out, we t- we heard the news that the governor put a curfew in, and then... Yeah, it was, because I remember Allison calling you and saying, you know, hey, they're locking stuff down now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah, because we were going to go somewhere else, remember? Yeah. And then she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you need to come home, and I was like, yeah, I better go home, too. So, yeah, that was the day, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, perfect timing, really. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel lucky we got the hike in. I do try to hike the entire length of Toad Road once a year at least. Usually I do it two or three times a year, but uh, it had been, I think, just over a year since the last time I was there when we oh, went. Cool. And, it, you know, that was the first time for me, mm-hmm. you know, which was kind of neat, you know, because I, being a native York County, and I grew up with the legend, you know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, the fake legend. <laughs> so, well, I can but, say um, very few people have done the entirety of the road end to end in modern times. Right. People have claimed to, but I, I really disbelieve uh, most of them. I think very, very few people have done it. So count yourself among the few for doing it. And it was really cool for me to have you in there because the other people that I've done the hike with, they just weren't as familiar with, with hiking and, and, you know, weren't, weren't so much an outdoorsman, my son being one of them. 
So it was really, really cool to me. Like when we came upon that hemlock grove, when you were just like really taken with it, you're like, wow, this is really, really special to be here. Other than just saying I had, that was the place where I got weird feelings before. I didn't know, you know, that aspect of it. So it was just really cool. Like, so I'm getting new information about the area from you, you know, as we're going through. Oh yeah. I mean, that, that was really neat to see. I mean, you'll see groves of hemlocks in the mountains like Michelle and uh, other places, but that's kind of rare in York County. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the hills I live in are forested and we might have a hemlock here or there, but not like a whole grove like that. And it was kind of neat to see the different environments that we passed through, you know, in that, um, that valley. Yeah. Know, there's like hills, a, a that, like a few, like two or three kind of unique little ec- ecosystems as you walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see that, we saw that when we were down by the river, but you still didn't have the grove of hemlocks. Right. Like you did there, you know, right. and it was just kind of neat to see that. And it was definitely, that spot was different mm-hmm. than, to me in more than one way. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> so, yeah. 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 But it was definitely a beautiful place. I mean, I, I enjoyed that hike very much and looking forward to doing it again. Heck yeah. We, we got plans for uh, some other, oh, other areas absolutely. in there we got to check out. So we started the yeah. day at the north end without giving too much away. Most people try to hike from the very famous gate at the end, which is just a farm gate. It's not a gate to hell. It's at the south end people try to. And that's a good way to get arrested for trespassing because you shouldn't be in there. And if somebody sees your car parked there, you are going to get arrested. So um, those who know uh, go in from the north end. And I believe, like I said, I believe very few people know. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, I- I didn't know. I mean, growing up in York County, now I'm more on the western side of York County, but everybody that you would see pictures of, that's the gate you would see would be the south end, mm-hmm. you know? And I never went back down there growing up because I had enough weirdness going on where I was growing up here in the Pigeon Hills to explore right. <laughs> in our own legends you know, to run down there, you know, so that was never in my kind of uh, travels mm-hmm. when I was a teenager or whatever. I was more mostly in Michelle and the Pigeon Hills and Points North and all that. So. Right on. But anyways. We'll go ahead and play this first segment, kind of the start of the hike. We wouldn't be able to do this. The formations and stuff across the creek are real interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that earlier. Bit of a groan, but some of this, uh, where they cut out the stone to make the the road bed, it's really interesting. The way the stonework is. 
this is the oldest part. So in 1972, when they closed the road, this was not even part of the road, they closed. Right. See, now the question is, is this part of the old canal? Could have been. You know what I mean? Because you have this bank. Yeah. Yeah, they had all kinds of works here. Like I said, they were bringing materials on barges from York. So the Cadors is considered navigable water, even though it's not really deep enough. So they had a towpath along it, and, and that's what we're on. I now believe that's how Tow Road got its name. It's, it's the Tow Road. Oh, I agree with you. Seems logical. I've seen some roads change names within like 20 years. Oh, yeah. Much yeah. less, you know, 200. <laughs> well, even though I seem to remember there being a road sign that actually said Toad Road, and one of my witnesses remembers that as well. Officially, they say it never exist existed and was never called that. So. Well, you know they're going to deny existence of it now. Yeah. For obvious reasons. So. I could have been wrong. Look here. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this was built. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. It's not natural. More over there. I think that was close now. It's just the way that kind of dips is along the creek. Like that center road, you know what I mean? Well, it would make sense, especially if they were... I don't know if they were running a, a wheel at that flint mill or not. Well, if you remember, from all the other furnaces we looked at, they have extensive waterworks. Yes. Within, what, like a half mile or longer? Yeah. I mean, Harry Springs is pretty long. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? As far as like how far it is. So we are, uh, if you haven't guessed from the talk so far, we're on Toad Road or what was once Toad Road. You can hear the Cadoris Creek. And there's nettles. Stinging nettles are out. Oh, nettles. Yeah. I thought you said metal. Oh, no, yeah. No. Good for your back. Yeah. It's good to eat, too. You have to boil it to get rid of the acid, though, first. Considering everything that's going down right now in the world, I don't think we could have picked a more liminal time to come out here. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, everything's waking up. Mm-hmm. You're seeing what, how many flowers. Everything's starting to green up. Like you said, in a couple weeks, we would never be able to get through this. No. Do watch for copperheads. Might be a little chilly for them, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be in the sun, anyway. Yeah. So the road proper, the 1972 road, would have been on that bank at this point. Gotcha. And it went up and ended north end would have been at that time right up there where it met the road at the curve before you get to the furnace so we're on the old road yeah we're i mean we're on deer paths right now right. but yeah, we're, we're right. sort of paralleling the road itself cause it's, these are actually easier i've tried to walk that these are actually easier at least this time of year so whenever i saw whatever i saw was actually before this it was back around where we were taking pictures of those 
The ruins. This, uh, past the ruins, whatever that other is. I don't know if it's a lock or whatever. Right. Is there. That other stonework. I heard something. Like, just barely heard it up ahead. And I looked up, and I saw something. It was just big, gray and black, and it went, whew, and it, it headed south this way. I couldn't tell what it was other than it was big. And that's the day I followed it as quickly as I could. And it was, everything was grown up a little more than this. It was early April, I think. So things were up a little bit more. Yeah. And I pushed on and followed it. And uh, I'll show you about where I, I found the skull, which, which stopped me in my tracks. At that now, time. what time during the day was this? Probably around now. Around broad this, daylight? Yeah, broad That's daylight. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I've not actually hiked this at night. Maybe we need to put that on our list of things to do. That would take some new um, planning. Yeah. And well, there are there are some places that gets now it changes every time I come out because of the flooding and and the tree falls and everything else. But if they haven't changed it up at Trout Run, there are some places where it becomes quite dangerous where at night would be a challenge. Oh, absolutely. So we were greeted by a pileated woodpecker on our way in. He wasn't happy to have us here. <laughs> Hopefully I got a little bit of him on tape. I like woodpeckers. I get all five of them. All the all five North American species come into my theaters at home. Oh, really? Yeah, the pilot, we have a set of pileated that come in once in a while. They don't usually go to Peter's. For those who don't know, that's the kind of that's the woody woodpecker. Yeah, the biggest one. Yeah. Now it's the other one extinct. Is it? Well, they say it's extinct. There's people that they say they keep seeing it. That's the ivory gold. So that's kind of a cryptid too, in a way. Yeah. We're down in the bottom in the creek bed here and this is uh this is where the woman if you if you read my don't look behind you my second book on toad road this is where she said the toad man lived down in here in the creek he would come out he was uh, something to be afraid of but i find it interesting through here where it's kind of open and brushy and you think you don't think anything of it but this is the area where you can get turned around when we get up to the woods, the paths are apparent. Oh, yeah. This is the area where... It doesn't take much to get turned around. Yeah, especially at night, this would be difficult. And you can see that creek actually mm -hmm. opens up there. Mm -hmm. There's like a big hole there. You know, like a, like a pool. Mm -hmm. Let's go check it out. Always find deer in here. Always find raccoon. My buddies, the raccoons. Your spirit animal? <laughs> No. <laughs> I like how you said no. That wasn't just a no. It was a resounding no. No, like I said, I've I allow myself uh, indifference towards raccoons, by which I mean I neither have to love them nor hate them. I'm... <laughs> oh yeah, it's real. Yeah, real deep there. Just noting brand new batteries, they are draining quickly. So, are you serious? Yeah. I'm not surprised. I don't think I have extras, so we'll see what we can get out today. 
this something that always happens here? Uh, it's happened before, but not always, I'd say. Well, I told you the other day we're due for something. Yeah. You know, the ironic thing is, we're actually safer here right now than we are if we were in a mall. I know, I know. <laughs> Turtles, yeah. yeah Not a skull, but I'm gonna grab that. Hope your recorder picks that up. What's that? Oh, did you hear a knock? Not a wood knock. Rock. Oh, really? It wasn't a wood section either. Hmm. I mean, stone on stone has a different noise. Yeah, was it right when I picked that turtle mm -hmm. shell up? Oh, boy. Wow, this is really cleared out here. Looks like somebody's using it. Yeah. Yep. So I've been up that road before. This goes up to somebody's house. Presumably whoever cleared this out. So, yeah, I'm assuming they came down here. Makes our job easy though. Yeah. At least for a few hundred yards. So there's an island in the middle of the Kudoris there. I've never been on that island. I haven't wanted to fjord the, the creek. But you can see it from Google Satellite. I've often wanted to get on there and see what was what was going on with that. Unfortunately, I don't think it's low enough to get across. No, I'm not going to go in today. Well, I tell you what, they really put a lot of work in clearing this out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the better way used to be up on that berm right there. But since this is beat down, we'll go this way. So now we are on what was certainly the old road in 1973, and we'll remain on this Wow! to the end. Nice and grown up. Yeah. This is a, can you believe this is a road? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. So was it a dirt road then, or was it a paved road? It was uh, probably chip, you know, just stone. What we turn a dirt, dirt road around here. <laughs> In my York County lingo. No, am I just catching that smell off the creek or is that something else? I don't smell it. <clears throat> but your sense of smell is better than mine. We'll have to, uh, I have been out here and run into what I described as, as a wall of stink. Like skunk mixed with dead animal. But it was like three feet. You could walk through it, you'd smell it, you'd get to the other side, it wasn't there. You ran into that you too, you and Chase. Walk back that. into it. Oh, you know, up on the other side on there. On the other side. Yeah. What, what part of that? That was on the, that was actually on the Mason-Dixon Trail. On the Mason-Dixon Trail, near, near Killer's Furnace here, yeah. With, within a half mile here. Yeah, that's right. You, I remember you told me. It was me just that. a wall. Yeah. You go through it, not that wide, and then nothing. Yeah, nothing on either side, and you could turn around and walk back through it. Now, I'm not getting that now. In fact, that whatever I smell is kind of fading, but... Whoa, look at that rock. That is wild looking. Looks like a big turtle. Actually, that's a... I think it's a... It's a tree. Yeah, it's a tree. It's the rest of us. Oh, you've got a better zoom than me. Can you get a yeah. good picture of that? It's like a giant turtle. It does look like one. Yeah. 
So now I smell the creek. Yeah, that might have been what I was smelling before. Has that more of a wet smell to it. Mm -hmm. So after all the, the weirdness that comes that people will hear about upcoming, I almost completely forgot about this turtle shell. Yeah, I did too up till uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was reminded, you know, right on the tape, you hear me, like I pick it up and you, you, you said you heard like a rock clack as I picked the shell up. Like, yes, yes. And that, and that the shell was sitting near like a old stone wall, correct? Mm -hmm. I think so, I'm yeah. I'm sure it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I was remember thinking at the time, here we go, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, I, yeah, I thought I heard something down in there, clacking. And I'm gonna say this now because people, as they hear the clips, you'll hear water running. So there's a constant noise of water running. Right. So for us to hear anything over that water, I mean, at times it was pretty loud. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, for us to hear anything over that water, it was pretty loud. I mean, it wasn't deafening, but you can make it out. Yeah, well, so. especially when we get up to Cross and Trout Run and the other feeder creek that feeds into the right. Cadoris there, it is, because uh, you're dealing with the sound of both the Cadoris Creek and these feeder creeks at the same place. Right, right. It, it, it's much louder in that spot. After I picked up the turtle shell, then we see this stump that looks like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for all the world, it did. I yeah, mean, looked like a giant, like, Galapagos turtle. Yeah, it did. And and I thought, and I was like, well, I guess now we're going to have uh, turtle synchronicities. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be the theme of the year. I, I at least thought it was going to be the theme of the day. And you know what? Like, as I was editing, right. I did think of something, though, and we'll get to this later on. Things with right. shells did become a theme. That's true. We'll get into that in a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and play this next section of uh, on-site recordings. I just want to make a note. When I say, get a picture of that, I didn't explain what it was. What it was that I was asking Chad to get a picture of was a blue Mylar balloon. And if you'll remember back to our Pandemonium episode, we had uh, some Mylar balloon action. And then since then, several people have contacted us, including Alex from the Was It a Witch or a Sasquatch episode, if you remember Alex. He has had some strange yeah. Mylar balloon stuff. Tobe Johnson from Strangebrow has had some Mylar balloon stuff. And of course... In Hell Year Season 2, Mylar balloons feature heavily. So we came across a bright blue Mylar balloon on the ground. So that's what I say uh, when I say get a picture of that. That's what I was talking about. So let's go ahead and hear that clip now. So found a turtle shell and came across a... Everything turtle themed today? Yeah, we're going to see if we have, if everything's a turtley today, because that's, it looks, I guess it's a stump or something. It almost looks like it was positioned there. It looks like a mm -hmm. giant turtle just sitting, like on, a Galapagos turtle. sitting on the edge of the island. It's really cool. Right there, man. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold 
Yeah, from this angle, it just looks like a stump. It doesn't look like a, a turtle at all. No, but it's, it's really interesting. It's cool how it does that, you know? Yeah. So if you read the oldest newspaper articles that I could find about this area, they called it Rocky Hollow, and you're about to see why. Quartz for days here, too. Now, this is interesting. Because this is definitely different than the rest of the rest of the area. Yeah. These are hemlock trees. They only grow in certain conditions. Really? Yeah. So it's like they probably won't grow down that way. Yeah. And it's amazing to see these here because normally these get wiped out by that invasive insect. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, this, for me, when I hike this alone, this section is the creepiest part for me. We'll see. I got the woobies. Your, your alarm going mm -hmm. off? The woobies. <laughs> Probably an appropriate name. We have our own language here at Strange for Me. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is why. That's why this is different, too. You got this feeder creep coming in here. Mm hmm. It's cooler in here, too. Feel how it's different? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a little micro ecosystem. It's different. I mean, we see that along the river, too. You know what I mean? Yes. Every time I come, it's different. This hike's never been the same two times. Surprise, surprise. Let's get a photo of that. I don't know if something got thrown or what, but something, something hit down here. I couldn't tell if it hit in the leaves or the water from the sound of it. You got your waterproof boots on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it gets pretty nasty through here. My boots are Gore-Tex boots. All right. Don't hike in PA without Gore-Tex boots. Stay on the ridge, right? Above this a little bit. Okay, we can do that. We're going to sink right in if we step down there. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Dude, what is that? Is that a f hog? That is not a deer. It was shot and killed, whatever it was. See the bullet wound in the head? This might be a part of history, my son. You got a bag or anything? No, that's what I forgot. <laughs> Remember I said one Yeah. Day? Well, if you want, we can pick it up on the way out. Too likely that we might forget. All right. Wow. This appears to be a hog skull, I think. It's not a deer. And I'll tell you why that's important. Can we put this in your pack? Because my, uh, in a bag, I mean? Yeah. My, uh. Hold it. Wow. 
Wow. I can't risk forgetting this one. We have to just talk about some Mylar balloon and pig skull stuff here. Um, yes. <laughs> it, it's just important to point out, and I, I, I think we say this, and I, I think we say this later on the recording, but it was a Mylar balloon, and like 10 steps later, if that, there's a pig skull on the ground right in, in our path. Which, I mean, the skull was less than two feet from the Mylar balloon. Which, you know, the path, by the way, our path wasn't the path. Okay. No. So no. we, we were up on a ridge above the actual road because the, the road at this point is all muddy. Yeah. Right? We had, to, had had a lot of rain and, mm-hmm. um, I had suggested since that part was looked really muddy, I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's kind of work our way along the hill here. Mm-hmm. And we had entered the, uh, hemlock grove at that point yep and i believe we had also passed the place where you had found the deer skull on an earlier yes and i note that on the way back you'll hear that on the recording on the way back i forgot to point that out on the way in we were talking about other stuff and yeah and you know just got uh, we just enjoying the hike and i forgot it was it was a beautiful day oh yeah beautiful day yeah blue mylar balloon and then pig skull right away. In fact, the pig skull was such an amazing find that I uh, kind of forgot to comment on the Mylar balloon. It just, you know, completely <laughs> yeah. went out of my head yeah. be- because what is a pig skull doing there? And we, and we will get to this a little bit later as well. What that pig skull may have been doing there. But, right. Uh, now we, we did originally think it was a deer skull at first, you know, when we, picked it up and then once you picked it up you and we both instantly knew that it's like this ain't a deer yeah you know what i mean yeah i was like this is a weird skull what is this and then it it, after looking at it for a bit i think we both were like well it's probably a pig we weren't entirely sure later on i looked at it i was like yeah that's a pig skull yeah yeah so wild boar so looking up some articles on wild boar in pennsylvania i guess a couple wild boar did get into york county at some point there was a, a gentleman who had a hunting preserve in the middle of the river, of all places. Yeah, I know exactly where that island. is. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he had had some wild boar. And I think some had escaped at one time. But the Game Commission does everything they can to eradicate any wild boar because they are very destructive. Mm-hmm. They're non-natives, and they just, down south, they are just tearing things up right down south and southeast. So it is but, unlikely these were wild boar. No, they weren't heavy enough. A wild boar has a heavier head, mm-hmm. you know, a thicker skull and pro- and has large tusks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, domestic pigs can develop tusks, but they'll never be as large, you know, as head, you know, thickness is head wise as a wild boar. Now this, this first skull I picked up had some kind of impact wound right in the center of the forehead. Mm-hmm. Probably a small caliber bullet of some sort. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Possibly like a, like a hammer, but I think it's like, 
you know, so it had been killed basically. Um, right. Right. By a man, essentially by a human. And again, we'll, we'll get into that What that might be later. And the, the age of it was very old. So it wasn't like the article I found about wild boar in York County. Actually, somebody pointed me towards it, said, Hey, there, there have been wild boar. Uh, after I showed the, or talked about the skulls, I think on the Facebook group, he sent me a little link to this and the wild boar that were in York County were, were pretty recently, you know, they, they were, yes. you know, within the, within the last decade or so, I believe these yes. skulls yes. are, are old. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. These are old. They're, they're weathered. I mean, the one, the first, the one you got near the Mylar balloon had, um, did, was that the one that had the moss on it? Well, both of them have yeah. a little bit. I think the the uh, and I guess we're giving something away here. There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was another one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, uh, sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this this Jumped ahead. The, the I think the second has more moss on it than the first. They both have some measure of moss. They're old, right? More than a decade. Let's say that. Right. So we proceed on our walk. Well, we'll just go ahead and play the rest of the on-site stuff, because I was running the, the recorder on and off throughout. So let me go ahead and play the next section of that. Now that was prominently displayed, I'd say. Right in our path, which is not the, the path. If you know what I mean. Yeah. We're up on a little ridge above the what would have been the road proper. If we can drop down on the road. Yeah. Yeah, we should be able to drop down in between those trees there. Yeah. Yeah. If there's this many hemlocks here. Usually, usually they're more mountainous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not inflicted with the diode. You could tell because there'd be little white puffs. So they're healthy. Yeah, they're healthy. Good. What kind of ducks were they? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, they're different. They weren't weren't mallards. No. Might have been pelican ducks. That's why the sound is different. Yeah, yeah. Both stopped and looked at each other though when we heard that. Yeah, because it sounded off. It didn't sound, I think you're right, it's just it was a different kind of duck. I think it was two years ago when Gideon and I did this, there were just trees down. We had had that uh, windstorm that winter. Right. And it was such a difficult hike because we just had to climb over and around these trees again and again and again. Yeah. If we would have waited too much longer, we'd have a mess. So this is some old graffiti. I've not been able to decipher all of it. It's been there a long time. Yeah, you can see it better on this side than than on the side the sun hits here. There was first time I hiked down here. There was graffiti that you could kind of read still on that. It's starting to wash away already. Yeah. Now you see why I refuse to take people 
to guide people on this hike. Absolutely. And I warn people not to do it. Yeah, for multiple reasons. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the last time I did this hike, right around here, I heard the, the car door slam sound. Now, tell me, how do you get a car out here? It'd have to be on the hill above you. Yeah. Or on that side. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but it sounded like it was right in my ear. Where's the nearest road to here? I, at this part of the, we're in the middle. I mean, there's, there's. I was just, just it's, it's farms on either side. Take the off. Yeah, yeah, I figured we'd shirt. warm up today. Okay. I got that slim base layer on. Oh yeah, that'll <laughs> keep you warm. <laughs> now this rock's pretty cool up here, this big boulder. Oh yeah. Because uh, if it's still there, you can see where this must have been right along the road because they have the reflectors. Yeah. Yep. They're barely still there, but they're there. I couldn't imagine driving down this. Right? I mean, that big thing is there. Yeah. I found an article from a AAA magazine from the 1930s, I think, where they talk about driving down this road and what, what a beautiful drive it was. Wonder how many cars hit that. Yeah, well, that's why they put that reflector there. Again, this stuff, man. You used to be able to say that. It said seventy nine, I think, or no, seventy three. Yeah, seventy three. There. It's like a little time capsule. Yeah, but it's it's fading so quickly. Oh, yeah. Even since I've been coming out here. So now, now we talk about the Alba Twitch being at Chickie's Rock. Mm -hmm. But we've hiked there, and we're like. If it was a physical being, there's no way. No way. Here, here's a different story. This is, I mean, so it's not a lot of land. Like, could you go left or right? Which you can't. Yeah. But could you go left or right? We wouldn't be very far before you were out of the woods. But it is isolated. That's what I'm saying. You're, in a, you're down in a hill. You're in a section of woods that isn't frequented by people. Just saying. Not that I think it's a physical being, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. What I'm looking at is in those trees there. Is that a blind or it's something? A white, it's a white bag. plastic bag tied to the tree. Stretch that far. Oh, that down there? Yeah. I thought it almost looks like a road or something. We'll find out when we get there. 
Yeah. I thought you were looking at the bag. No, no. There's like three bags tied. Yeah, I see, I see that. Yeah. And for the water to get that high, that's awful high. It, it happens. It happens. You don't want to be out here when there's a heavy rain, I'll tell you that. Because, well, you know all the different branches of the Cadoras. Yeah. They're all coming into this. You know, this is... Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense why they call this Rocky Hollow. These rocks with the old blue on them, I think they were part of the road. The old, old road. Probably. I think whatever that blue is is left over from from that some kind of marking yeah I love this area I'd love to get up on top of those rocks you and me both to really do it though you, you almost gotta come in here with a kayak or something yeah or even I, my thought was just coming the other way if I could make nice with some of the farmers who in that land on the other side so we just crossed trout run another reason why i won't leave people here it's just a big uh, tributary to the doors and we're in like a glen right here you're looking at history because this is where i took the photo and that thing my first book the, the thing that's on the back cover was right on that left bank right there i didn't see it when i took the photo i think it looks like a dog demon or whatever gotcha 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 it was right there um and you can see there's nothing that looks like that there. There's no... You were standing here where I'm standing? Uh, roughly. Probably, I was probably back about 15 feet. Wow. Um, so, Trout Run is it's special for many reasons. Historically, there was a dynamite factory somewhere around here. I don't know where. They said near Trout Run. Uh, so this is Trout Run. Which could be within a half mile because they used that yeah. Trout Run as a... Presumably they were using the water either from the Cadoras or or Trout Run for, you know, the, the factory. But that blew up and it killed a guy and they found, they found him, pieces of him, 100 feet up in the trees, they said. Because, uh, well, dynamite was dangerous. It's, it's a heck of a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Instant, I guess. The other thing about Trout Run that's really cool is you can find in here uh, clear quartz crystal as well as malachite. So uh, rock hunters are, uh, they don't get to come out here, you know, but uh, it's listed on the, the geology sites as one of the places to find uh, those, those stones in particular. So always worth uh, looking around at the stones. I've not found any clear quartz. I found a big piece of malachite, not in the in the creek here, but uh, maybe a quarter mile. Nice down near where we found that pig stall, actually. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've yet to find some clear quartz. I'd like to. I'd really like to. So, all right, going to turn the recorder off again, trying to save battery. So the other interesting thing about Trout Run, and this is in my second book, it's the only place north of Southern Maryland that a water moccasin has ever been found in the wild. That's that's weird. Yeah. Now, how did it get there? 
did it come up on a boat up the Susquehanna and just swim up the Cadoras to end up there? Yeah. Did somebody capture it down in Virginia or something and, and let it go here? Who knows? But yeah, cause it was a, a guy caught it in the 1920s, I think, and it was identified by. He, first of all, he was a he was a snake catcher, but he had it identified by the state zoologist at, and confirmed it was a, a water moccasin. So just more weirdness. Yeah, it's added, just like added a, to the like, pot. Why was that there? Like it just <laughs> doesn't belong. Does not belong. No. Stupid airplane. I keep hearing like a. Just out of your sight. Mm. Yeah, I thought I heard some some whoops before. Wood knock. Could have been a woodpecker, but let's just keep it on while we're walking through. Okay. Here. Do you have enough power? Yeah, I think so. That's super, super, super faint. Here, it's three calls. It's not a bird. Echoing off the, the hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you catch it? Just the last one, I think. Don't realize how loud the creek is until you're trying to listen for something else. So I forgot. I was so stunned by finding that. What I think it's a pig skull. That we forgot to mention how close it was to the Mylar balloon that we found. We didn't even comment oh, yeah, on, yeah, on the Mylar yeah, balloon. Yeah. The blue Mylar balloon within what, ten yards of the of the skull? If even that. Yeah, and we turned around and saw the skull, and I forgot about the balloon. So. Now what I thought were calls was coming from that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we leave, certain places here being one of them, it seems like whatever it is lets you come in. And then as you're leaving, that's when you get stuff. That's that's when I heard the car door slam. Although the day I, I saw whatever I saw, that that was when I was coming Where in. Where did you see the big elk? Like that's what I was talking about before. It was gray and oh, black, okay. and yeah, it was down in that bottom part. And I followed it not this far. I forgot to show you about to where I followed it to. You know, many people have have claimed to have, to have hiked this. Oh, we just and did. I call BS <laughs> on. All of them, well, at now, least in, in modern times. At least down there, that somebody says, "Well, it'll be like this." You, have, you know, the right questions to ask them. Mm -hmm. You know, where does the creek bend? What's at the bend? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now I know to ask the right questions. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a bit silly, but just just for the sake of everything. Did you see any gates, Chad? Zero. Zero gates. Did you see anything other than fallen trees that could be considered as gates? No. Yeah. Now some of the legends say the fallen trees count as gates, but uh, there's more than seven yeah, fallen trees. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Did you see any ruins to an insane asylum back here? No. no. There's no building, no place you could have a building here, other than the the flint mill. The, yeah. The, the, which are very obviously flint mill ruins. Yeah. So they're not an insane asylum. I mean, you can build, I think, one or two places, but most of the places here, you're not going to be building anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe a hunting cabin, but <laughs> right, right. It's very this terrain. No yeah. So, people who say they've come back here and they found gates or they've gone past the, the fifth or seventh gate, you need to show me where these are, these gates are, because they're not here. I'll happily accompany anyone who says they found gates if they want to show me where they are. I've heard people, I think it was on 
let's just say it was on another podcast. It was a guy who claimed he came out here and had an encounter, I think, with a dog man or something, but he was saying he went past the fifth gate or something and and this and that and well, we just did the whole length and we're coming back out and yeah we aren't I don't even think he was on Toad Road there's another area I could show you where from his description on the podcast I could tell I think exactly where he was but even that uh, he'd have to show me where the gates are and show me where these supposed ruins are because they're not here there never was an insane asylum here I'm just I'm sorry I for whatever that ruins the legend for people but it's just it's true there was well, it's better to have the truth than the lie yeah. And there's plenty of weird stuff. That's the that's the fun thing. There's plenty of weird stories out here that have nothing to do with with that bit of fiction. Yeah, we've already had a couple little weird stuff, and it's you know broad daylight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't come out here at night, not without the right stuff. Yeah, like without a light coming down here, it's, you're you're yeah. nuts. And even yeah. then, if you're down here with a light, you're you run into you know the people that live here wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. Did we go that way before? Yes. Yeah. This looks a little more difficult. I heard it. Well, right when you... Did you just hear something? Yeah, I heard it. So right when you heard something, the phone went... The app went... Oh, really? Sounded like a a whistle or a wheeze. Mm -hmm. That's what I was hearing earlier. I told you it was coming like it was. Did your phone just vibrate? No. Then I heard something else. All right, so we walked down to the south end of the road. We turned around. We made our way back. And we're coming back through this kind of the creepiest area that I find there. The Boulder Field and then the Hemlock Grove. So that's the area we're kind of making our way back through. And at this point, we start hearing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We had stopped. I think we had stopped in the boulder field in the middle of the Hemlock Grove. We're kind of, we took like a little light lunch. Mm -hmm. And then like you had mentioned, you know, usually stuff starts on our way out. Right. And that's when it kind of got interesting, so to speak. At the same time, so there may be a little bit of cell phone interference on some of these clips you hear. We try to turn our cell phone off so you don't get that, but we were running the Randonauts app. This was the first time we played with the Randonautica app. Right. So right. when you hear Chad saying the app made a noise or something like that, that's what he's talking about. We're, we're playing with the Randonautica app at the same time we're walking back through this area. In this clip... You'll hear, uh, I think Chad asked me if I hear something and so forth. And then we're talking about it a little bit. There's a little bit of silence. And I asked Chad if his phone just vibrated because I heard something. And he said, no. And no, I was like, no, <laughs> no, it did vibrate. So this clip is what I heard. I was able to pull that out. It's looped three times. I'll just go ahead and play that for everybody. Before anyone says bullfrog, this was March 16th in Pennsylvania. And yes. it, it was a nice day. It was sunny, but it wasn't bullfrog weather. No, no, it was not hot. 
there were no bullfrogs there because we would have heard them the whole entire time. And you know, I don't, I don't know what it's. <laughs> you had said what? It sounded like it was, like it was trying to mimic me. I think you had said that to me. Yeah, well, as I'm, you know, kind of editing and I'm pulling these sounds out, I actually, you know, had to go back and look. So I was like, is, is that? It almost sounded a little bit like you saying mm or um or something, but it wasn't. Yeah, it, it absolutely wasn't. Yeah. Like if you look at the pattern of speech, and we talked yeah, about it, it wasn't me. Yeah, and and like you said, at this point, we've hiked together so much, we've been together so much, we know each other's speech pattern. It's yeah. It's not you saying um or hmm or anything like that, but I just had the hint of that to the point where I was like, "That's really strange." Is is that something? I mean, it's just a silly thought, but I thought, "Is that something trying to mimic Chad? Like, is it yeah, trying to like because, figure out the tone of your voice or something?" Yeah, because when I do talk, I occasionally do go um when I'm thinking, and it, you know, when you play that sent that to me i listened to it the first time i was like oh geez you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but i think at that i think at that point we were hearing like speech just out of earshot that's what you kept you know saying I mean? and and i heard it a couple times that, that i i think i said it sounded like mumbling or something yes yes exactly and i was like did you hear that you know and and i think we had also you had turned the recorder off because you had said that was your battery was being drained. Yeah, well, you can hear it in one of those, the first clips of the day. I said, my battery's draining already. I'm just you know noting yeah. my battery's draining already. Now, it was able to, because I kept turning it off and on, You know, I was able to save it enough where we, we could record you know, right. most, most I, of the, the journey and I, there. Yeah, and I had told you to turn it back on because we were, I was just catching stuff mm-hmm. you know, out of earshot. Right. And there was no one else around. No. There wasn't a soul there. I mean, it was a a Monday, the middle of the day. Nobody was there. No. You know? Absolutely not. This particular area where the Hemlock Grove and the Boulder Field is is the most isolated part of the road. Right. And again, it's important to note I say road because it was a road at one time. It's you know, barely a path at this point. This isn't like some logging road or something. Oh, uh, no, no. I mean, it's, I think the only part that really there is a path is there in the Hemlock Grove. And when you go over um, Trout Run, you know, there's a remnants of the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, in some of the photos that I took, like you could see that one giant boulder that still had yellow paint on it yeah. to keep people from killing themselves when they were driving down the road when it was a road at one time. But if you didn't know that and know what to look for, you wouldn't know it was a road. Any, oh yeah, a road there. Yeah, towards the south end, it becomes you know more road like. What was the road is more preserved at the south end, but in this right. middle part, it's really isolated. There's just there's nothing out here. To, no. the, to the point where, you know, you remarked on the health of the hemlock trees several times, and I wonder if that's oh, yeah. the re- if that's the reason why, if you know, just so few people go out there that we're not tracking in whatever, you know, whatever blight is uh, on the other hemlocks, you know. Yes, yes, and I, and that's probably why, you know, it's just that's why they do so well. It's just probably hardly anybody goes there. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really have a reason to go there. I mean. 
the only reason that anybody would go there would be like to go fishing or something. (laughs) Right. You know, and it's not easy to get into. You're not, that spot being, that's pretty much what almost the center of the, of the road. Mm -hmm. How it felt like to me. And you're not going to get in there easily. No. Yeah. You have to be determined to get in that far for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just like the average person's not going to push that far in. You come in from the south end and you go as far as Trout Run. I don't think most people would go past that. No, no. And, and we would pass that. And coming in from the north end, no way. Most people would wouldn't even bother. I don't think most people could find it. Honestly, like, no, uh, no, no. They wouldn't be able to. If they, you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Yeah. You know. This so, is the next clip. We, uh, we continue to hear things. Let me go ahead and play this, and I'll pull some clips out, and we'll talk about those as well. And this is right where I heard that car door slam noise, too. It sounded like it was right in my right ear. Hear that? Did you notice the birds went quiet, too? This is where that loop in the girl mm-hmm. I don't smell the smell anymore. No. It's right there. mumbling mm-hmm. and it's not the creek I'm not no, even it's not, it's not the bloop so. no I went like this I thought I heard people that's why I was like There's a stand far off dropping on another stand. Did you hear that? In that clip, there's a lot going on. I didn't even pull everything out. As I'm listening to it now, there's more in there to pull out. I believe it. There is another moan that sounds quite like the first one. I'll go ahead and play that looped three times right now. That is a weird sound. It is not, again, not bullfrogs. They weren't out. No. The peepers weren't even yet out at this time. No. No, I mean, it wasn't. I think that was the first really good warm day we had. Yeah. Yeah. But to stress, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like 70 degrees. It was like 50, you know. Yeah. Yeah, upper 50s. Yeah. And... And peepers, when they usually go, is usually warmer, and it's mostly in the evening, you know, and they're a lot higher pitched than that. Yeah. You know, honestly, so, as I'm listening, to, 
one of the closest things I can compare it to is the Pond Bank groan, which I recorded over at Pond Bank when I met Jeff over there, that witness for the Michelle Roar episode. The difference was the Pond Bank groan was sustained. It was, you know, very, very long and constant yeah. almost. While these are more kind of like bursts, but it, that very similar kind of low groan. Yeah, it was a low groan, and then when I listened to the clip a couple times, I also thought I heard like a, a little bit of like a higher groan mm-hmm. in, in it, mixed mm-hmm. in with it. Like there was more than one voice in it, if that makes any sense. Right, yeah. So, And this was as we were, you know, walking out of the hemlock grove, going through, and, you know, I had told you to turn the recorder on, like I said, and we were just... This is all taken from that point, you know, after you tell me to, to turn the recorder on because you were hearing stuff, basically. Yep. So right at the end of that clip, you say, did you hear that? Yeah. And right before that is a pretty incredible piece of sound we captured. I, at least I think it is. It sounds like another groan or moan. And then it sounds like something whispering right into the mic. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you at all. And I tell you what, when I heard it the first time, it sent chills down my spine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let me go ahead and play that three times looped so everybody can hear exactly what we're talking about. So you literally said, did you hear that after that? Yes. Uh, you must have picked something up there. I don't know whether right. whether you heard the groan or that whispering. That whispering is, <laughs> it's right in the mic. It wasn't me. Oh, no, no. I, I know it wasn't you because you weren't saying anything. No. At, and... at, at this point, when we stop each other to listen, we pretty much face each other. So you're looking at me at this point. You would have seen me whisper something, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually I'll, like, I'll lift my finger up, and then then you'll know. I mean, like I said, at this point, we've hiked with each other enough to pretty much know our gestures in the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. And And, quite honestly, I tend to keep focused on you because I want to know if there's something to be worried about, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) because... And also because we tend to look over each other's shoulders on purpose. So when we stop to listen, you're looking behind me. I'm looking behind you. We're just observing everything we can because, yeah, obviously I can't look look behind myself. And the same with you, you know. Right, right. We tend to face each other. Now, when I played this clip for Allison, and honestly when I heard it the first time myself as I'm doing the editing here, I had to stop and go back. Did I say something? Is that me? Because right. this had the tone of my voice. And just so everybody knows, I'm sending Chad this stuff real time. So as I'm pulling it out, as I'm editing and finding these clips, I'm sending them right to him. So I said, boy, that first one almost had like the kind of the tone of your voice. I know it wasn't you, but it almost has the tone of your voice. And then this one, I was right. like, wow, that almost has kind of the tone of my voice a little bit. And then when, like I said, when I played it for Allison, she said, that's you. I said, that's not me. She's like, no, that's you, that's you. And I said, no, I, I swear to you, that's not me. And uh, If anything, 
to me, it sounds like something trying to sound like it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. <laughs> was something trying to get a handle on our voices in a sense? Right. To be able to right. mimic us for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know how wacky that sounds, but how could something get that close to the mic and whisper in? And I, I promise you listeners, it was not me. No. <laughs> and what no. we heard before was not Chad. Uh, right. I wouldn't, we didn't see anybody or anything else no, at that no, point. And no one was out there with us. Whatever, you know, so I, I played this for some of the patrons in the Discord group. So they've heard this clip. And some of them said it's pareidolia, nothing's being said. Some of them have suggested maybe it's a foreign language. And other people have said, you know, made a guess at, you know, it's saying, come with me or follow me or something along those lines. I'll play it again with that in mind. Maybe someone listening can make a guess. So now what what it sounded like to me was back that way. Back that way, okay. Back that way. That's what it sounded like to me. Mm -hmm. And then I played it for another person, and I didn't tell them what I thought it was, and they actually said the same thing that I thought. All right, well, let's play it again with that in mind. Maybe someone will, will have some other ideas. This will be looped three times. Back that way is, is as good a guess as any. Now that I listen to it with that in mind, Chad. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's what I thought, and you know, oh, geez, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> it, I really that one does get to me. <laughs> yeah, oh, that sent chills right up me when I heard it because I didn't hear anything. You know, I, I don't think at the time when you said, "Did you hear that?" If I did, you know, I, I don't think it's on the tape. Me saying yes or anything. You know what? And and I just this just dawned on me right now. The, that kind of voice was almost what I heard at Site Seven when I got spooked. Oh, that sort of that, almost breathy exhale kind of thing. Yeah. Oh that's wow. Exactly what I heard over my left shoulder that night. But wow. Like all but on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Well, and, and this. Uh, this sounds yeah. like it's right on the mic. Now. Yeah. The recorder's in my it, pocket. <laughs> yeah, it was in it was in your pocket, and for it to be that clear, it would have had to be almost somebody walked up and said it with mm-hmm. all the water running, because you can still hear the water running. Yeah, and yeah. I heard it, you know, out in the open too. So it had it was there. Yeah, I mean, you heard something because you said, you know, yeah, did you hear that. So, and the uh, mic is much more sensitive than, you know, what my ears are. And, mm-hmm. and I think you had even said before that, like, there were no birds singing. It was, like, quiet. Yeah. in the water running. Yeah, and on the way up, there were birds singing. <laughs> What's that? I said that was strange, too, because we had had birds and all that going before then. Right. Yeah, on the way up, the birds were there. It was, you know, everything seemed sort of natural, so to speak. And then on the way back, right. when all this star- stuff starts happening, it's like, ah, uh, no birds either. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Well, perhaps against better judgment, you actually do a knock in this next clip. And w- yeah, and, and that's like not something that I do all the time. You know, it's not like we go out and start banging on things and hooting mm-hmm. and hollering, trying to trying to get something to happen. I mean, most of the time we're pretty passive. I mean, we go out and we just kind of like, just let it come. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just, you know, don't poke at it and just, you know, if it's going to happen, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And, but at this point I'm just, I was just kind of like, well, let me try, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Right. At this point, we we feel like there's something going on, but it's not super dramatic. So the stuff we're hearing, right. like I said, we think it's like mumbling or, or just something that's just like just out of earshot. It's yeah. kind of more dramatic and shocking to listen back to it than it was at the time. Right. You know, we, we were just... Right. Kind of... it, it was very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. Very subtle. Mm-hmm. So this next clip yeah. is about a minute, and you'll hear Chad do some knocks, and then... Uh, We'll come back and we'll play what we found on the tape after the knocks when we come back. Should I? No. Uh, go ahead. see if in times past now the birds were singing when we came up through here there were birds there's no birds in times past I've gotten what sounds like pebbles or little stones hitting the creek as I walk behind me so we'll see if we get that this time too distinct splashes not well that was a clack did you hear that Mm mm-hmm Oh, we heard a rock clack, too. Did you catch that? I couldn't find that on the recording, but uh, okay. that often happens. Like, we'll hear something, well, and we'll go to look for it on the, on the recording, and, and I just can't find it. Oh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. But you did get a little reply to your knock. I'll go ahead and bring that up, and we'll play that three times. sounds like another little gurgle or groan or something right that was easy to find you can actually hear that in that clip i just brought it out louder right if we heard it at the time we didn't recognize it so much or we didn't you know say anything about it but uh, that's there (laughs) i mean what we were hearing was on the uh, ridge above us yeah yeah or or around around that area and ironically i talk about you know having uh, stuff like pebbles or stones hit the water we didn't get any of that then for the rest of the time no. it's probably because i brought it up no. yeah <laughs> in the next clip you can definitely hear cell phone interference we were using the randonautica app at this point right you were getting like hits kind of around it like up on the ridge basically where the sounds were coming from weren't you yeah, I was getting hits up on the ridge. Um, before we approached the Hemlock area, we had gotten a hit there, too. 
Mm -hmm. But mostly the hit, the biggest hits I were getting was like up on the ridge. Right. You know, like up above us. Mm -hmm. So like, it was almost like someone wanted us to go up there. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't, you know, we just stayed down in the, along the creek. Yeah. But yeah, cause I remember I was walking along and the Randonautica app is almost like a, a GPS, I guess you could say mm -hmm. in a way. And we were following, you know, the creek. We we're just trying to see if, if eventually we would end up in that area up there on the hit. But, you know, it just was just right above us that whole time. Yeah. You know? it, it was almost as if it, weirdness was paralleling us in a way, you know? Yeah. Was... Yeah. But the paranormal was paralleling. Us. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, so the randonaut hits were pacing us out in a way almost. Right. We normally try to turn off our cell phones. There's some interference. That it's because we were using the Randonaut app. That's what that is. So we'll go ahead and play this next clip and apologize for the interference in it. So for the listeners, we're using this uh, app, which is called Randonaut. Is that Randonaut? Randonautica. It's supposed to help generate synchronicities through... It's a GPS, but they, they use some kind of quantum computing to generate where you could find uh, synchronicities around you and we're using that app uh, here on Toad Road first time we've used it and we're getting some interesting results I'd say yeah well the one that was listed as an attractor of Wade that's where you found the skull and I was hearing those odd noises and the the, the uh, balloon the mylar balloon yeah and we have an attractor right over the hill from us. I mean, we're less than... Uh, let me ask you something on that. Is that is that moving, or is that stationary? That's stationary. That attractor, okay. So it's not it's not following us. In other it words. is pretty big. I mean, you can see yeah, it. Yeah, right? But we just went through an area that smelled like something yeah, dead. Was, yeah. And we had already passed through it earlier and didn't smell that smell. No. And we're getting odd... We were getting odd. Yeah, I heard that too. Rock clack. That could have been a bald eagle. There are there are, there are bald eagles down in here, but yeah. But you, did you hear that song? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'd say. There's our mylar balloon. Did you get a photo of that? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. So the so the pig skull, was if it, it was a pig skull, it was yeah within. That's why we forgot to talk about the mylar balloon because yeah, it was right it there. Was right there by a tree. Holy it, moly. It was within five feet of it. Holy it moly. <laughs> wow. These are going to swing back, so careful. You look behind you, Chad. I know. <laughs> no, I think that's the... Uh... That's the weird spot, right there. Yeah. Yep. Is that another one? 
Yeah, it is. I think this is a deer, maybe. I think. Oh, well, no, I don't know. No. Same thing. <laughs> did we leave it here, or did we take it with us? It's going with me. I'll carry this one. It looks to be the same age as the other one. Yeah. So now we found two skulls. A piece of either another skull or another bone. I'm willing to bet another skull. Yeah. Within 15 feet of one another. Yeah. And it's a... I'll show you why. It's interesting as we go out here. What are the odds? That shape is not deer. I know, I know. It yeah. looks too flat. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. What are the odds? You got a picture of this one? No, I'm starting to get good at spotting this crap. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? I did not. Not that time. <laughs> so the battery on my on my phone is dying. <laughs> so once again, when something strange happened, we had that blip on the on the app. This uh direction thing moved again. So would you say it's working? I don't know. I mean, I'd say um, finding skulls is back. I thought it had going away. No. I'd I, say it's it's firmly back. Yeah. It ain't you anymore now. No, no. Why did you say that was interesting? You're going to tell us Oh, I'll tell you. Because, so we're in agreement that we feel like that area where the hemlock trees start is kind of where it gets weird. Yeah. Like it just the feeling yeah, I changes. Agree. I'm in that's total where the smell was. Feel. That's where most of the sounds were, etc. Where I found that deer skull impaled on a on a branch. After I followed it again from a little bit after that flint mill, I followed it south this way. Was it on that upright tree there? Now, this has been cleared out a bunch, but I would say it was somewhere in here, middle of the path. On that? Could have been on that, could have been on that. It was eye level. Right at the beginning of where the skulls were. Right at the beginning of heading into this. Now, that day it stopped me, not because I was afraid. It just It amazed me that it was, it was eye level, it was in the middle of the trail, and I stopped and, I, and you know, people asked me if I felt I was being led. Now I'm kind of rethinking that. And the birds start back up again. At the time, like I said, when I picked it up, I, I got the feeling, for whatever it's worth, and this wasn't mind speak, this is just a feeling, that someone or something had seen me pick up that raccoon skull a couple weeks before and went, oh, you like that? I'll give you something you'll really like. Yeah. And then that was impaled on the tree. That's the feeling I got, for whatever that's worth. But now that we've, now, I'm, I mean, it certainly leads into that area. Yeah. Like this is 
you know, we can see the hemlock trees from here. Well, I told you the hemlock trees has a different feel, that whole yeah. spot. Yeah, that's not even, that may be, maybe 75 yards, maybe, from here. Yeah. So now that's got me kind of rethinking about finding that skull. I'm not saying it's necessarily a sinister thing, but maybe no, it, was, no, maybe no, it no. was trying to lead me this way. I don't I know. I don't think, we didn't, I didn't have a feeling of anything sinister back there. It mm-hmm. was just strange. Just weird, yeah. Just weirdness. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when we were coming back through and we were on the bend and I could hear what sounded almost like the end of stuff, end of a call, mm-hmm. it was coming from that area, like yeah. echoing down the creek. Yeah. I hope the recorder got it because it was just, just out of ear stuff. It's like if we were here at night where we see lights back in the Can you report some any lights? Oh, yeah. Yeah, people have seen weird lights in here. Yeah, I, I would... Given what we've seen in the past, it seems like... A big yes. seems like <laughs> lights are something that we see for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Okay, so pig skull number two. Pig skull number two. As we previewed before, on the way back, and this is... Ah, easily visible it wasn't on the path but easily visible from the path you you saw it you put right. out you said is that another right. one this is after finding another piece of a skull so really we found three yeah 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 that we didn't see and, on the way in and you know we're going out pretty much the same way we went in and correct he said is that another one and uh i walked you know not even 10 feet off the trail whatever it was like i said you saw it from the path and there's another pig skull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Easy, just, just there. Easily visible. You know? Yeah. I was like, is that one? And that was like within, what did I say, 10 feet or less mm-hmm. of the Mylar balloon. Right. This is this is going the other yeah. direction, though. Right. Yeah, we were coming out. We were mm-hmm. coming out at this point. We yeah. had found the first one going in, and we were coming back out, and that's where we found the the second right because i was like is that another one and you walk over there and you're like yeah yeah you know i i find tons of deer skull to the point where i have so many deer skulls i actually went down the basement the other day and found two that i had forgotten about that i just stuck down there because i'm running out of places to put them because i find so many but pig skulls this is a new one to me yeah and i'll point out the time before we were the last on-site thing we did was the lee master story what i call that episode the earth will not hold me right and uh i found a plastic skull that day which was bizarre but in the middle of the woods like it wasn't like in somebody's backyard or anything it was no no it was kind of like in the middle of no nowhere really yeah (laughs) literally no path we were just kind of making our way through these woods. Yeah. And uh, I just, is that a plastic skull? I just started laughing and walked up and yes, it was. But, you know, I, I had kind of felt like the skull thing had ended for me. Like I come to the end of that for whatever reason, I just wasn't going to be given skulls anymore. And it's almost like that kicked it off again. Finding that plastic skull kicked it off again because It is back with a vengeance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely back with a vengeance, you know? Yeah. 
it, and it's not just you finding them now. No, it, no, I was. You're, it, you're usually you're, you're alone. You're usually alone, but it's mm-hmm. not just you finding them now. They're. I was coming out of the woodwork. hiking with Mark, who is, he's on the first, I think the first Pandemonium episode, Mark was there with us. He didn't camp yeah. with us that night, but he was there with us. Yeah. But I was hiking with him in Hex Hollow one day, and I, I wasn't even recording. We, we were just there to hike. I wasn't, you know, trying to do an episode or anything. And he was with me, and he found, I want to say, three skulls that day, at least two, and then a piece of bone that's so big I don't even know what it is. It's like this big hunk of bone. I can only imagine it's like the hip bone of a of a cow or something. That's <laughs> you know, I'll have to try to figure out what it was, but he found that that day. He was with me and this is before the Lee Master skull. And I, so I didn't think anything of it. I thought, well, he right. found him. He found him not me. But then <laughs> since then it seems to be spreading to people I'm hiking with and even maybe to some listeners of the podcast. Cause we're getting some interesting stories where people yes, are, we are. are writing and saying that they're finding similar things as well. And, and we'll, um, we're going to get into some other weird things we found. Yeah. as well. We'll revisit these pig skulls in a minute. Let me just go play the end of our hike. And so we end at Cador's furnace. We talk a little bit about the hike and the things we experienced that day. All right, so we end at the Cador's Furnace. Yep. Where they made iron, which is, again, one of our... Things. uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We're going to be doing some research into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a theory on that. I think. Yeah, we just got to dig a little bit. Yeah. My gut tells me it will pan out. My gut tells me it's I a, think it's, it's going to, too. It's, it's a good theory, and, and we will find something relative to that. Um, but uh, good hike. little area of strangeness to what I'm pretty sure are pig skulls. We found very old. Yeah. Very old pig skulls. So we're finding skulls again. And when uh, we say old, we're not talking like 100 years old because it would disintegrate into nothing, but... Yeah, I'm not really I, old though. Yeah, I'm not sure how old. They're old enough to have moss on them. Yeah, you know they're not they're not last season for sure. They've been there a while. And uh, most people that drive by here don't even know what this is. You know? That, yeah, they that, yeah they, they just they don't. Just, what is that big thing? Yeah, they have no clue what it <laughs> or is. Or even the historical significance of it. Yeah. So, I feel like between what I'm going to call. Lee Master's skull, even though it certainly wasn't his, nor was it a real yeah. skull. But, it, it, you know, between that and today, I, I feel like skulls are certainly back. They are a thing again yeah. that, that the other is, for whatever reason... Now should, I'm starting to find them. Yeah, exactly. You found the second one. For whatever reason, they're offering them up again. Yeah. I don't know. Do they know I like them? That, that It's such a bizarre concept. I don't, like... Does the other know I like skulls? <laughs> and they're like, here you go. I don't know. Is it reading your mind? <laughs> right. Wait, was that like, so I haven't done this hike in probably about a year. Uh, maybe a little more than yeah, a year. That's the first time for me. Right. I usually do, the, I usually try to do it two or three times a year. And just this past year, I just, I just wasn't able to do it. So it's been a little over a year, I think, uh, since I've been out here. So was that, was that welcome back? <laughs> Good to see you welcome, again. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome back, Renner. Yeah, welcome back, Renner. Yeah. Who, who's this writing guy you brought with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give him one, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, really, really weird. And we found other bones besides. It's, oh yeah, you, yeah. You know, there were there were some sort of kind of leg bone, probably a deer leg bone, and then. I'm thinking that other piece was probably part of another pig skull. Uh, or hip. Yeah. I, mean, or, I, yeah. I don't know. It just looked a lot like it the other simil- piece. It looked similar condition, similar age to them. Yeah. I'd be really interested to know, and there's no way I don't think we'll ever be able to tell, but like I said, I dug up those news stories about people slaughtering pigs near Cador's Furnace, or they said at Cador's Furnace. Did, was there, why did they have that in the news? Because a kid died. Oh, okay. They were shooting him in the head, which we think the one might have a bullet hole in it. It looks like a bullet hole, a bullet impact, or somebody hit it with a ball-peen hammer. And what happened is they dropped the, the revolver, I think. I think they were using a, a, a revolver, if I remember the article correctly. They dropped it, and it went off. And it was a very small-caliber bullet wound. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it was very round, very small. It wasn't like, like yeah. a twenty-two. Yeah, that's why I, I, I almost want to say it was a twenty-two revolver, but I could be wrong. In any case, it, they dropped it. It went off and it killed a kid. So that's why it was in the paper. Wow. So are are those remnants of pig slaughtering there? I mean, they certainly... Yeah. Wild pigs around here? No. Well, not yet. Michaud. Not yet. I mean, there's... They're, the game commission, if any wild pigs get loose in here, they're going to slaughter them as quickly as they can because yeah, they do not want them in the state. They're very destructive. No, I heard I heard there are some in Michaud, and there are some in, in other parts of the state, I think further out west. Yeah. But here, no. You know, no. So this was in the middle of the thing out there, like in the middle. Of the oh, yeah, there wasn't there. no farm near there. And, and just the fact that we found two skulls within what 25 yards in one another probably yes yeah, and then like you had found the deer skull on um you had said you had found the deer skull on a on a limb right probably within what another 50 yards another 50 that. yards so kind of r- right leading into that area with the hemlocks where we both felt i said going into it originally like this is the place that that always weirds me out here and then you you sort of concurred and then it certainly played out with it and the mylar balloon was was yeah Ten feet or less from the from the first pig skull. I, I mean, so what are the chances? Yeah, and then you had said that you had said also. Usually, stuff happens on the way out, mm-hmm. and that's when stuff was happening on the mm-hmm. way out. So, for those for, for the coincidence people out there, what are the chances that I find a skull? What are the chances that it would be a pig skull, not a deer? Not some natural, you know, naturally occurring. What the, yeah, and what are the chances of finding two, maybe three pig skulls? What are the chances of finding a mylar balloon? What are the chances that mylar balloon would be 10 feet away from a pig skull? So close to it that we forgot the amazement of finding the mylar balloon. Yeah. Because the pig skull was right there. Well, we initially so, thought it was a deer skull. All of those things together now. Yeah. So now we put all those things together. The mylar balloon, the first pig skull, the second pig skull, the other part of it, the other bones. Plus the historical account right. of the pigs being slaughtered. Yeah. So I have to ask, what are the chances? And I, I mean, for me, it seems pretty slim that you'd find, let's just take the mylar balloon and, and the two skulls as a, for instance. Pretty slim that you'd find that combination of things yeah. that closely, much less all the other stuff. Very, very interesting day. Not bad day. I mean, oh, good day. Beautiful, beautiful day. out. Absolutely beautiful. beautiful to be out here. Yeah, and uh, maybe maybe we'll go somewhere else. Yep.
All right. So the interesting thing about these pig skulls. This article appeared in the New Oxford Item from New Oxford, Pennsylvania, January 23rd, 1908. So the article's odd shooting affair. While he stooped to cut a hole in a hog snout, a revolver dropped from the inside pocket of the coat of Perlis Gingrich of near Starview, York County, and discharged, the bullet penetrating the young man's breast just above the heart. His condition is serious. The injured man, who is about 22 years old, went to Cador's furnace Thursday morning to assist Jacob Wambaugh in butchering. One hog had been killed, and in order to get a grip on its snout, to pull it away from the place it fell, young Gingrich was using a knife to cut a hole in the snout. As he stooped, the revolver fell from his pocket and was discharged. So, <laughs> where we found the pig skulls was by a feeder creek. It was by uh, the trout run, which feeds into the Cadoras Creek there. It's not at Cadoras Furnace, but it's certainly close enough where if you were wanted to use a landmark, you would say Cadoras Furnace was a landmark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Well, that would have been the major landmark in the area. Sure, yeah. A, a few things about this. Okay, so they had a revolver with them, presumably to kill the hogs. Right. The first skull we found has a small caliber hole, or what we believe to be a small caliber hole in the skull. Uh, it, it definitely is. It definitely is. It also, and I didn't realize this till today when I got them out to photograph them together, because we photographed them separately, but not together, the two of them. So I got the skulls out to photograph them together. The back part of the skull is cut clean with a very sharp object, like a knife. Yeah. So in the article, it says he was using a knife to cut a hole in the snout. Now, there's no hole in the snout, but the sort of back of the skull is sheared off. So it was definitely butchered. It wasn't like yeah, yeah, killed by an animal or anything like that. Right. And I've talked to people who do butchering and people who know about like old-time butchering and asked them, like, would you do it near a creek? And they said, absolutely, you would do it near a creek. It's a great place to do it. Yeah, you need the water. Yeah. It's a lot of water. You didn't want to pump that much water out of your well right. to do that. So you would do it near a water source, a natural water source like that. There's no pig farms nearby. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. My question is, again, wacky, right? And I don't know if this article made my first book. I think we talked about it on like episode three of the podcast. So, so I have, you know talked about this article before i believe because uh, we were talking about other sort of unfortunate incidents that happened on or around toad road and uh, this kid getting accidentally shot is you know absolutely one of them i i think i remember that when i was listening to your backlog yeah so wacky as it is i'm now wondering if these are the pigs in question? Are these the hogs in question from that article? Man, I don't know what to say. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's I, no way to ever know. But No, there isn't. 
So unless you're radiocarbon datum or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> is the other that responsive? Okay, I know, this is woo beyond woo. This is kooky, oh, yeah. kooky woo stuff. I'm about to say here, but is the other so responsive to me to not only know that this guy likes skulls, so we're going to give him skulls, but to know that I would be so interested in this because I could find an incident where two hogs we know were killed in the area, butchered. And I, I, I just don't know. I mean, I'm dumbfounded by this. I, oh yeah. Why are pig skulls there? You know, I mean, it was the. I, <laughs> yeah, and and even and even let's just say. They weren't, the original skulls. Just the fact that they're there. In, pretty much almost the same manner. In the same place. It's pretty astounding also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, even if, even, I mean, they're not modern. I mean, we know they're not recent, you know. Right. So why would they be there? Yeah. They're in the middle of nowhere. Why? Right. I mean, let's say they're, the chances of them being those two pig skulls are very, very slim. Like, super, super slim. But right. they're still two pig skulls in the area. And I have a story about two right. pig skulls in the air, you know, and, and two pigs yeah, being killed. Yeah, that's what I'm trying trying to say. I mean, that that's just astounding. Yeah, you know, that that's nuts. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very, very strange, dumbfoundingly cool to me. You know, I, I don't oh, know yeah. if, if how many coincidences happen before you say they're no longer coincidences. You know, right, right. And you had also said that this was like right where you had found that deer skull basically staked out for you mm-hmm. on a tree. Yeah, impaled on, you know, on the tree, so, the one I've talked about numerous times, yeah. And, you know, so what are the odds of that, too? I mean, it's, like you said, when does it become no longer a coincidence? You know, when does it become, like, something? Yeah, you know, like, and, what's, what's enough for this weird stuff happening for doubters to say, okay, something truly weird is happening, you know, Put a name on it. Don't put a name on it. But something truly strange is, is going on. Yes, there is. I mean, there there's something strange down in there. And, I mean, it's not just there. But mm-hmm. yeah, you understand what I'm saying. I mean, there's something going on. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anybody out there that's a skeptic can say, okay, and explain all this. Be my guest and give me a great explanation. Right. You know? Especially because it continues. And we continued yeah. on, that, on that day. And uh, we didn't record everything because I had very, you know, the battery's draining pretty rapidly at this point. But we had another hit on the Randonautica app and we decided right. to follow it. So this will be continued on the next episode, which is going to be a patron episode. So patrons can hear it. If you want to hear the continuation, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. Chad and I, on the next episode, we talk about the rest of the day and a bunch of strangeness that's happened in our lives since, including some new information on Site 7. I would like to thank the following people for their PayPal donations. Pam S., 
Matthew M., and Eric C. Thank you so much for those. I sound like like in a kindergarten class when there's more than one kid with the same name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never know if anyone wants to be identified yeah. on a paranormal podcast by their full names. So it's time for Photo of the Week, which I really think needs a theme song. Didn't have anything directly related to Toad Road that I was willing to part with. Mm-hmm. Not even. I mean, we should have at least looked for something frog related. But we do have something pretty cool. And it kind of fits with the social distancing theme. <laughs> it does. It really does. I like your name for it. Seance for one. So where did they get quintuplets to take this photograph? Well, this is pre the Dion quintuplets, so this is actually just, just <laughs> chick photography. So this is a real photo postcard. What year would you guess? Um, divided by, I mean, I'd say it's probably 20s, maybe. 1920s? Yeah. Could uh-huh. be actually a little earlier than that. It's Shelton Silvera photo. So a lot of times they would do these at the beach. Mm-hmm. So like if you went to Atlantic City or something, you might be able to get your photo taken in this way where they would set up the mirrors and it would look like you'd get five views of yourself, one from the back, two kind of from the side and two sort of head on. Right. So it looks like the same guy just sitting around the table, mm-hmm. like five of him. It's really, really cool. I like your name seance for one. Yeah, that's what it looks like, because he's sitting at the table with his hands on the table, and it looks it looks like everyone's... Yeah, very, very cool. I've only seen one other of these, and you have it. So I'm not sure well, how common they are. The trick photography started even earlier. I mean, you can find... They were doing really early primitive versions of Photoshop and, like, sort of collage techniques yeah, really you t- early on. You were talking a little bit about that on our Leatherman episode. All right, check out the show notes at strangefamiliars.com. Seance for one. It's a really cool photograph. We're doing $55 on that. You can click on the photo. It'll take you to our Etsy shop, and we'll have the link there as well. If you go to the Etsy shop, there's still a few previous photos of the week left. So there's a category there called Photo of the Week you can click on. Our shop name is Lost Grave. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Strange Familiars. Patrons, the continuation of this episode will drop in the next few days. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com. Intro and background music is by Stone Breath. Go to StoneBreath.BandCamp.com for more. We are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash StrangeFamiliars, where you can also join the Strange Familiars Gathering Group. And we are on Instagram, at StrangeFamiliars. Tim
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.